I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb. And Laura. And it's another episode of I, I Got the, the Hell, Hell Out. And it's 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 been a funny morning since I showed up. <laughs> But um, that, that video you showed me has to be one of the best ones yet. We will discuss that in just a bit after okay. the Kool-Aid recipe. Because, uh-huh. you know, we got to give the Kool-Aid recipe because, you know, just because. Now i got to find it. Okay. This comes from your friend Sherry. She loves sending us Kool-Aid recipes. I know. Um, it's a pineapple vodka strawberry lemonade. Um, pineapple vodka, lemonade, some simple syrup, frozen strawberries, throw it together. And there you go. There you go. There's your beginning of the, um, you know, summer drink. We really are going to have to start making these in the summer. Yeah, but see, usually I have to go, like, I have to go to work. You can take it with you, though, can't you? <laughs> drink it in the car. What drink it. No, yeah, I'm just no. going to drink it at work, Laura. No. I could make one for you the night before you come to clean, and you could drink it while you're cleaning. Then I'm drinking and driving. Oh, God. I'm trying here. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, And I actually gave the wrong Kool-Aid recipe because she gave me two of them. (laughs) It's a good start. (laughs) Okay, well, Sherry, the the other one will be giving it another time. time. Okay, well, we'll approve that one. Um, Since we're here, we're going to do... Pending posts. How's that sound? That oh, sounds perfect. Okay, um, this is from a Lisa G, and she, um, you know, gave this to me as as I was doing writing the show. Mm-hmm. Um, are we allowed to post links here? I was recently interviewed in two parts by a cult leaving channel run by two wonderful women who were in your cult. I'd like to share my story here, if possible. Thanks. Lisa, um, we try and keep everything as generic as possible. Um, that was my friends, Mary, uh, a Melody and Ariel. Um, their, their YouTube channel is speaking the truth, leaving the lies. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a, a lot of us ex-members who have been on there, and um, they interview a lot of people from other cults, too. That's quite interesting. Um, Lisa, I'd love to approve you, but... Lots of words are used, and we can't do that. Um, And Tara L. lets us know that the cult isn't the only one. Um, I didn't read the article, but there is a family indicted. They're accused of selling bleach as a COVID cure. I didn't hear about that. Now, I'm going to read it, and if it's actually, you know, good, I'll post it. Okay. But come on, there's, there, wasn't there a pastor out there selling a COVID cure? There's a bunch of idiots out there selling cures. There were people selling golden tickets to heaven. Come on. What? There was some guy, I don't know who it was, he was selling some kind of a light that you like sit under this light and it cures COVID. Oh, is that kind of like the cult thing that cures cancer? Probably. I know. Okay. Um, 
Lauren S. is kind of new to the show. Um, she says she's binged the podcast so much. Um, nine days, episode 85, and she started at one. You go, oh. girl. Oh, bless your heart. You go, girl. Um, she says, I just can't wait to get to the newest episodes because I need to know what the cult has to say about the vid and their whole doomsday fantasies. Vid. What's V-I-D? Video? I don't maybe? know. It's capital oh, V-I-D. It's capital. capital V, capital I, capital D. I'm old. I don't know. <laughs> um, she says, I've laughed so hard hearing them about wearing gloves in stores face masks around town, and being obsessed with bugs. And that's all coming from 2018 up to September of 2019. Um, she loves the stories. They go back through decades. And anyways, love hearing Devin's Laura's take on the whole crazy different pieces. Um, and she says she's cheating on her other podcast with Satan's sisters. Aw, so, um, thank you. Hi, girl. Thank you. Thank you for listening. In her second one, she had some questions. Um, she says, sorry to bother you, but it's not a bother. She's on episode 92. Um, she wants to know that in regards to the red heifer, she wants to know if the cult may have used the cherry-flavored Kool-Aid to dye the cow red. Remember, it can't oh. have... A single hair on it that's a different color. How funny would that be? Um, She says, I mean, really, it was the early 90s, right? Maybe little man's wives watched Clueless and saw that you could dye things with Kool-Aid, and that's what they did with the cow. Just spitballing ideas here of how this rare occurrence could have happened. How funny would that be? I actually thought of Sharpies, but they don't make Sharpies that color. So... That's a hell of a lot of Sharpies. Um... Well, if you have an almost red cow, but see, like the rabbis are supposed to go over it with a fine tooth comb. You can't find one single white hair, black hair, any brown hair. Good luck with that. Well, that's where you get the perfect red heifer and you burn it up and then God's happy with you when you sprinkle the ash water everywhere, remember? Yes, no? Yeah. God smells your prayers, right? Well, that's only when you burn up the prayer cloth that you stuck on your forehead. Oh, um, Andrea um, M. asked, did you ever find out who Strippy Man is? I'm catching up <gasps> oh in on episode 83 and about died laughing. No. Oh, no, you should have seen it. You want to talk about die laughing? I did post a picture. We, I oh snapped a picture God. because we were dying laughing. I forgot all about Strippy Man. I, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I thought it was a friend of yours. No. Um, I still feel duped by them that I gave them the tape of of our trip to Israel because they wanted to see why we got detained with the excavation. And like, yeah, and they give me, do you, who do you think did it? And do you think they thought it was really funny? I have no idea. Oh, I loved it. I, I fully appreciate it. I mean, 20 years later, the joke gets to me that I've been carrying around this stupid tape of Strippy Man and he doesn't even finish stripping. I was thinking, who the hell does she hang out with? (laughs) Sometimes questionable people, but we're not going to discuss that. Okay. (laughs) Um, okay, where are we going? Okay, um, hi to a Gail C. She took a screenshot. Um, it's a quote from the Dirty Rotten Kids podcast. 
Okay. Never heard of that. Um, and it says, I just recently found, I got the hell out, and I'm hooked. After listening to this and then Cult Clothes episode, it made me post this to my friends list. Okay. You can't teach a woman during all of her formative years that her body is so dangerous that she has to keep herself covered and remain innocent to make sure she isn't causing someone to sin. And then expect her to turn into a porn star as soon as she gets married, willing and able to satisfy every sexual urge that her husband has. It's not like saying, I do, flips some kind of switch. I want to talk about this. I want a lot of people, they need to talk about this. Bingo. I, I've never yeah. thought about that. Um, I, I've watched The Handmaid's Tale. Have you watched it? Um, I read the book. I cannot bring myself to watch it. I, I watched it with a friend of mine, and there's one point um, where Nick the driver... Um, he's given a 14 year old as a bride and he's probably late twenties in, in, in the movie. Um, and she's getting ready to turn him in as a gender traitor because they've been married now for a week or so. Mm -hmm. And her mother explained to her what men do. Okay. Um, the lady of the house comes and asks, does your, has your mother told you, you know, what goes on on a wedding night? Um, well, Nick is finally forced to sleep with this 14-year-old, and she has a sheet over her that has a hole in it, and it's a very fancy white embroidered sheet that has a hole. And I'm watching this with a friend of mine, and they asked, what's going on? Because it, it, the girl pulls the sheet down to where he would have sex with her. Mm -hmm. um, the sheet is something that the cult uses, um, as a matter of fact, to prove you're a virgin. Um, because you the, man's, the man's penis goes in the hole in the sheet into the girl, okay. which breaks the hymen, which then the blood is you on that hole bleed. in the sheet. You don't always bleed. I'm just telling you what customs people Do, do they use. even know what a hymen is? They don't even know what that is. He's a doctor, remember? Well, if Dr. Little Man knew what a hymen was, he would understand that not all women bleed and why not all women bleed. I, 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 I can't with this man. I just can't. Anyway, I had to explain to the person that was watching with me what this particular item was because in The Handmaid's Tale, they follow the Bible. Um, it was kind of really traumatic and weird watching it, and the new season comes out the 28th, and I'm, like, dying to watch it. Um, but anyway, it, where were we going with this? Sheet with a hole in it. <laughs> Sheet with a hole in it. Um you're taught to cover yourself up and then you're given to a man and that like, you know, um, I, I've talked about that. My one friend was married to an elder and he wanted her to have a threesome, which wasn't allowed, but it's an elder. And if an elder's telling you to do something, you're supposed to do it because the sin falls on him. So, but you know, with different religious things people don't understand. If you teach a girl to grow up to be modest, she's mm -hmm. not going to be swinging from the chandelier on the wedding night. She's no. not going to know what to do. No. She's... I... Well, and even if you told her what to do, th there's no way mentally, if you if it's been ingrained in your head to be one way, you, you like you said, you just don't flip a switch. It doesn't I, I was, work that way. I literally was still playing with Barbie dolls at 12. I, I had no idea what sex was. And if you would have told me, I'd have been like, Ew! Ew! Yep. What? Yep. Ew! 
Um, I really didn't even know there was a difference between men and women. I, call me old fashioned, call me sheltered. This was 70s, okay? Um, you? I don't even remember. I mean, I sure as hell wasn't that age. Oh my God. Um, I just remember I was going to middle school and, and none of my friends played with Barbies anymore, even though I still wanted to play with Barbies. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that age where people start going, yeah, you what? Ew, you know, yeah, you're a baby. Pretty yeah. much. Um, okay. Um, back to pending posts. Hi to Lara H. She's an ex-child member. Love you, girl. Um, and thank you to everybody else out there who let me know this little piece of advice, okay? Um, remember, there's two hospitals there. Yes. And Jimi Hendrix approves of one more than the other. Right. Jimi Hendrix bought the other damn hospital, so you can go to either. Oh. Ta-da. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, they, everybody wanted to let me know that, so it, it doesn't matter which one you go to. They both have the protocols in place for not only getting out of an abusive relationship, but the freaking cult that's in their backyard. Because, see, no one in Callahan County really takes this seriously. They have a major doomsday cult where people do die. The deaths aren't looked into. I I mean, they have a Waco, a Heaven's Gate, or worse. Right. Just brewing in their backyard. Um, I belong to several of the local pages. And we discussed, uh, what, last last episode, episode before, that, you know, three of the houses burned that belonged to the cult, right? Mm-hmm. And they're discussing this on, on this local page, and somebody's like, who are they? You know, they have no idea that there's a cult living right oh in God. their backyard. Do you think everybody at Waco knew those people were there? I, I thought, I assume. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Thank you to everybody um, who, 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 who let me know that. Um, and way back when we were talking about garlic and garlic tampons mm-hmm. and garlic ice cream with soured milk and stuff. Um, Andrea M. says, I'm late to the game and don't like to skip episodes. You are delightful. Anyway, garlic ice cream can be amazing. Me and me and my stepsister drove through the garlic capital of the world somewhere in California. Please, somebody <laughs> tell us where that is. Um, we smelled it an hour before we rode oh into my town. Gosh. The garlic festival was the weekend before we got there, like a couple days before that. But everything was garlic. Garlic bread, garlic pizza, garlic drinks, garlic ice cream. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, this is going to, you know... But um, the Gilroy Garlic Festival, is it Gilroy, California, maybe? I don't know. You're looking at me like I would know. Well, you might know. And Jeannie W., hi, girl. How you doing? My best friend saw the twist ties and asked (gasps) if I was a hoarder now. (laughs) So she got them. Thanks for the stickers and the Kool-Aid. I mixed it with pineapple rum and coconut rum, poured it over ice. I call it the tropical who gives a fuck. (laughs) Look how look how cute she is. Oh my god. So yeah. Um I kept all these twist ties out of the landfill, right? It cost me $16 to send them away. I about had a heart attack when I got up to the postal office. And it was the cheapest way to send that them. That is so funny. And then I had this attack of 
I should have put the damn things in the landfill. It's costing me $16. But then I thought, no, I'm doing a good thing. It's only $16. But she's so happy for I know. I know. That's worth it. The smile made it worth it. Absolutely. And and I'm still waiting for people to send me pic, uh, pictures of the shirts I sent y'all. Hint, hint, cough, cough. Um, yeah, so we're going to approve that one. Um, and Denise T., who's escaped her cult, and I talk to her quite often, she got her ears pierced. She looks so cute. Nice. Yeah. You go, girl. Um, okay. Where are we going now? Oh, she says no more cult look. Okay. Um, we're headed off to Messenger because somebody messaged me with questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim H. Did you know um, a guy named David at, at the cult? They own the... Um, trading post that's near her okay is that a cult trading post or she's want she's, she's kind of wanting to know if, if, if the people who own the local trading post are in the cult oh okay um girl i don't know and her next question is and why do they have those deer okay d-e-e-r right okay <laughs> would you like the answer to that kim I, I listened to yesterday's sermon, of course, like I always do. Guess what they're serving for dinner yesterday? Oh, the deer. Smoked deer. And Oki showed them and all that good stuff. But if you're not into that, you can get pizza at the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kim, I'd have to say they're probably members. Don't don't. I'm not calling anybody a member. But right. kind of fits in with why they got all the deer to back in a train post. You should count them and see if they're disappearing slowly. Oh. Maybe. Especially when it's on the menu. Ooh, I'm telling you. Where are they getting these deer that they're smoking? I mean, is it deer season? Is it legal to own deer and just like slaughter them like cows and eat them? Can anybody I out there answer no these idea. questions in that state, please and thank you? Um. Okay. Now, we did... Pending posts. Do you know what today is? Mm, nope. Today is the 27th day of the Omar. Fantastic. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. <laughs> Yesterday was the 26th day of the Omar. And they did their stupid numerology bullshit and came up with peace and love and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now. Back to the um, to, to the announcements yesterday's sermon, okay? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're leading up to that video you watched. They were calling on men and women, which they don't usually do, okay? If you um, have any back-to-basic skills or survival techniques, they need to talk to you. I wonder, back to basic skills. I try and word things word for word. So is that like, can you start a fire with two twigs? (laughs) Um, You know, you can use crayons. You you can light a crayon on fire and, and set it up on end and it'll give you light for a while. A Crisco can, if you take a strip off your bed of cotton, and shove it down into the middle of a Crisco can, it'll give you light and heat for hours. Ugh. What? And then, like, people eat the Crisco. Oh, my God. No, you don't eat the Not Crisco. Not I'm saying in general. Like, wow. 
uh, survival skills. Um, things, everyday things in your house that you could either have or use if need be. You're giving them ideas. They already know this stuff where you think I learned some of it. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, and um, hand back to the Handmaid's Tale. She mm-hmm. is actually forced to kill someone. June is forced to kill someone at some point, And she uses a pen off of the desk. Stabby stick. Stabby stick. Anything. Well, she finished him off with a bronze statue. But she stabbed him a whole bunch with the pen, okay? Anything to get away. Well, she had to kill him. That would have been enough to get away. Mm-hmm. Um... Survival skills. I mean, come on. I wonder what they're up to. They're already teaching people to live off of the grid. We went on that wild tour. Um, I'm just going to call her um, Nora. Nora took us on that wild ride that I showed you video. Mm, yeah. And they had, and we've, we've looked um, on the aerial view, and they have all of those solar panels. Um, from what I understand, they also have quite a few windmills. Um, they're going off grid. Come on. Come on now. Um, let's see. Oh, we, uh, the Omar, by the way, you count 40 Omars to get to, um, Pentecost. That's the next feast. Okay. Okay. Pentecost. Um, and you are reminded to get your vouchers for the feast. Cause you know, they got to get that money. Right. Got to get the money. Um, and I laugh now because I actually did not read Kim's question. And I, I kept the little blue dot there, you know, on Messenger, if you don't yeah. read it. Yeah. I knew she had questions. So I'm like, oh, I'll just leave that there so I remember. Because if I don't do that, I, I psh, nothing in my noggin, right? Mm-hmm. I actually opened my book and went, hmm, Messenger questions. I should check that out when I was writing the show. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, we're... We're now up to the point where the cute little girl who's always perky, she looks like to be about what, 12-ish? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say about She's 12. always happy to be up there. She's always talking about how Gematria and the great works and this and that all combine for like the greatest entertainment, right? And it's all in one sentence. Uh, yes. All big, one run-long sentence. Okay. Yep. But but I had to play you a video today because I had to play it like two or three times and I was just in total hysterics. Okay, first off, the little girl says, you know, that can you please play the video? And it's the green screen queen that comes on, and with a new background, a new background. I and it, it was not very busy. It was just like looked like what a, a chimney fireplace type thing. It was acceptable. With like a green plant off to the side. Yeah. It was a little more professional. Yeah, it was like a stone. They must be listening to us. They go from the messy, cluttered, what the hell is this we're making fun of you to... With a 1980s computer. An empty fish tank. Mm Mm-hmm. And and then they spiffed it up a bit. But what are those net things hanging over there? And why do Mm -hmm. they still have the ancient telephone? Right. And then they got the respectable looking office. and, And now she's in front of a wall. And she was holding papers, so she wasn't doing the whole hand thing that we make fun of either. Maybe they handed her papers, so... Because if people use their hands too much, um, one of the tricks is to hold something in your hand. Because, see, we always make fun of her, because she's always fling-flying in with the Mm -hmm. hands and shit, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what's... What blew me away was, you know, she's... The first thing that she pops out with is... 
they're getting all kinds of people all over the world are contacting them. And she started out. Let's start out with the USA where we are, right? And the first thing that she pops out of her mouth is, Laura, who, who's writing to her? People in prison. The first guy spent 33 years in prison. And he just watched his first live streaming episode. And he was basically brought to tears with the knowledge, the information, and the love maybe, that is pouring out of Little Man, okay? Maybe tears of laughter. Now, the second inmate that wrote to them recently mm -hmm. just got out of prison. And he just watched his first, or he or she just watched their first streaming live episode. And again, they're brought to tears that there is such a great teacher and they cannot keep waiting to, to learn more and grow. Laura, when I'm showing you this video, what was your first response? <laughs> What's the first thing you want to do when you get out of prison? Well, that's what she said. Watch the cult. Oh that's my God, she, I am free to watch. I that's can what she in. said. She goes, and the first thing that they <laughs> want to do when they get out of prison is watch Little is Man. Watch Little Man. Oh, I highly doubt. You were in hysterics. I played it for you twice and you cracked up both times. I highly doubt that is the first thing they want to do. And, and the second dude, he can't wait to see Little Man and hear him in person. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. So guess who got a bus ticket, I'm assuming? Oh, you know it. Okay. Um, then she went on to let us know that there's a lovely group in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Kenya wanted to thank Little Man, remember, for, for his love and compassion. And they were begging for more materials right. and more more instruction. Because they just don't have enough. Right. And they sent pictures of them rejoicing. And why didn't we get to see them pictures of them people rejoicing? Probably because they don't exist. Just saying. Now, did these get sent snail mail? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because if they need more information, it's all out there on the internet, is it not? Mm -hmm. Why are they begging for more information then? Um, now... Tanzia, remember? Tanzia was also begging for more information and prayers because they wanted oh, they to be want able to prayers, come home. That's right. Yes. Um, now, here's where you actually lost it, and I'm thinking that you were pretty happy you didn't have to pee at that point. <laughs> <laughs> because the green screen queen comes on, and um, trust me, I, I almost spit my coffee out, when she said, let me quote, at 6.55 a.m., City of Little Man time. City of Little Man time. <laughs> That's like saying, hi guys, it's Deb and Laura, and it's 11 o'clock in the morning Pittsburgh time. <laughs> City of Little Man time. <clears throat> I thought you were going to pee yourself, okay? How does she even say that with a straight face? Because they changed your gematria to yamatria, oh and they changed awesome to yasum, 
And and they, you know, they got the Oki language book and I, they're wearing prairie bonnets. Come on. Awesome. Yeah, instead of awesome. Yeah, yeah, I get it. They they put the, awesome. instead oh of A-S-O, it's Y-A-H-S-O. Yawesome. Have a yawesome day. Can you just picture that down there? I cringe every time I think of how I curbed my own speech of what we said, what we couldn't say. I I mean, to this day, it still cracks me up. My one son, what occurred? What occurred? <laughs> and people look at you. It's, no, it's what happened. No, it's what occurred. Oh, my gosh. Now, do you know what was happening at 6.55 in the morning? City of Little Man time. Please tell me. <laughs> Apparently, she clicked on her computer. These, these places, Serbia, France, the UK, Kenya, Zambia, and Canada, just to name a few. Apparently, these people are sitting around in their living rooms waiting for services to start. I'm sure they are. Did you catch that? I caught it. I, I even pointed it out to you. Um, I don't know what the time difference is in any of these. Um, in Canada, there would be one place that would be, you know, the Maybe same time. No, the same time. Same time, right. Because Canada's right oh, about right. But I'm saying one might one place in Canada might be like an hour difference or so. Well, Canada Depending has time zones like we do. Right. We have right. four. So... And they're in a different one than we're in. But as far as... And like above Maine is in Canada is the same time zone as us. And where they are, there's a zone. But as far as the other countries? Other countries? I don't know. Is it 3 a.m.? Did, did, did they set their alarm for 3 a.m. to like... It's like almost like they're... Little Man. And it's 6.55. Let's see. Little Man usually goes on around 11. City of Little Man time. So they're seven, eight, nine. They're waiting four hours anxiously, staring mm -hmm. at either at their phone oh, or sure. their computer. I'm sure. Are they getting it through ham radio or mm. on their television? Um, come on. Back when we were members, um, you know, we were part of. We would have been part of the program um, that you know we get our weekly serve Sabbath tape. Um, and what we, a lot of people would do is like, you would go to the local, um, radio station mm -hmm. and you would pay for a time slot for them to play that. Oh, right. Okay. Cause anybody can do that. Right. You can play whatever yep. you want. Not on like WDVE or anything, but it's like a local broadcasting mm -hmm. and you pay for the time slot. That's how I almost ran off the road them two times. Right. Cause yeah, somebody yeah. somewhere in the middle of America was Paying for that 3 a.m. time slot, because that's the cheap ones. <laughs> you ain't praying for the prime time, baby, okay? <laughs> um, but, you know, Elder Pebble and his family were already doing that in, okay. in Charleston. Um, because that's what, you know, that's what you do with your tapes when you're oh my God. out oh there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, um, maybe they're sitting around waiting for the radio to start playing it. You don't know? You don't care. Uh, no, I just, I'm calling BS on all that. 
Okay. Um, and then she talked about messages from all over the world, just begging for more information from them and prayers. Prayers was the biggest thing. They need your prayers so the borders are open and everybody who wants to can come home. Well, but like you said a couple minutes ago, everything's online. You can get more information if you really want it. Now, remember when I said messages were going back and forth? Uh-huh. You know, the underground listens. Mm-hmm. Seems like they cleaned up the office and stuff. You know, I we actually were nominated for a real award, and they gave themselves a fake one. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> I just find it amazing that we are, like, on Apple, you know, a list of podcasts for Apple. Mm-hmm. And who the hell in Iceland is listening to us that we made it to whatever or Italy? So whoever's listening to us in the cult, are they like trying to make it look like they're braggy or something? Like, ooh, look, we got people all over the world contacting us too. Ooh, ooh. Like, like, like the fake award. I keep up the good work, cult. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it hysterical. Oh, my God. They clean up their act. She's not flapping hands. I Come on now. Now, here's where things got interesting, okay? Um, I, I'm not going to mention the elder's name, but when Little Man Speaks, there is a, a, a secession of people, okay? You can mm-hmm. usually tell. Um, the bitch I love to hate did not speak. I guess she's in Vegas this week. I don't know. <laughs> she was the only one missing from the lineup, apparently. <laughs> um, anyway, um, they brought up the Bible code by Michael Drosian, D-R-O-S-H-I-N. Okay. okay. It's an actual book. Um, it's an actual thing. I think this is where they hooked their own claws into the gematria and other assorted shit to try and make their shit fit. See what I'm saying? Yep. Now, um, he's talking about um, the Bible code, and he starts talking about a guy named Rabbi Ilya Rips. Ever heard of him? No. Anybody out there ever heard of this man? Please let me know. Because this elder went on to say that he is and was the greatest mathematician who ever walked the earth. Why? Um, I don't know. And then he went on to, to give credits like he did stuff for the Pentagon. Stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, and other things and whatnot. So, now, apparently this greatest mathematician that's ever walked the earth, um, when they figured out the Bible codes over in Jerusalem mm-hmm. and all these rabbis started working on the Bible codes, okay. this dude has apparently made some kind of computer program because he's that brilliant. So wait, what do they mean by Bible codes? Just like the Gematria. Oh, okay. Like that number six. There's su- supposedly... Hid- Didn't you watch... Um, 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 the Declaration of Independence apparently has hidden codes in it. And- uh, I see what you're- yeah, I gotcha. So okay. they're looking for these hidden codes. Now, they got this... Uh, Ilya Rips, who's the greatest mathematician ever walked the earth, builds this apparent, I guess, let me know if I'm wrong, guys, computer program that runs the Bible codes with the Bible. um, And apparently they they knew about futuristic events before they happened. They knew about COVID? 
No, that wasn't mentioned. And I should have wrote down the events that missiles hitting here, Netanyahu there, this, that, and the other thing. Okay. The Bible codes. Ooh, what one. was that? Oh, that was my phone. You're just like all over the place. I, I either haven't had enough or I've had too much coffee. I haven't decided yet. Okay. So um, the Bible codes. Yeah. Now, here's where things get kind of really interesting because I usually skip over this guy because it's all numbers. It's mm -hmm. all gematria. It's all weird fucked right. up math. Okay. And I did that today um, until, you know, he's talking about this. Because I usually want to see what, what they're going to be talking about. Right. Um, now, this guy ran the first Bible codes over in Jerusalem with these rabbis. In 1985, basically, the same year that Little Man wrote Mark of the Monster. Um, and somehow that all ties into prophecy and blah, 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 blah. And everybody's applauding. So that makes <gasps> Little Man extra yeah. special or something? Um, it's just going to prove that they're the only place to be. Now, here's where shit got interesting. I don't always have time that I'm by myself to do what I have right. to do to get ready for all of this. And... Um, I'm watching a series. Um, do you remember um, Quantum Leap? Yeah. I had to be here today by a certain time. Okay? I am watching in the middle of the very last episode of Quantum Leap. It takes place in like, Pittsburgh, by the way. I don't remember that. It takes yeah. place in Pittsburgh. And I had to be here by a certain time. So I left with 16 minutes left to the last episode because I, I love you that much. Oh, thank and you. And my friend looked at me and like, can't you just be a little bit late? And I'm like, no, I'm 10 minutes late leaving already. <laughs> but back to what I was saying. We're watching this and I got an earphone in and I'm flipping through the sermon and listening. And this guy brings up Disney. Do you remember Simpsons was in the prophecies? Yes. Now, this friend of mine, we discuss a lot of off-the-wall stuff, and we all know, and, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be screaming at me, Disney's evil. Okay? Oh, look at the look you're giving me! Anyway, I actually am like, I, I, he, 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 this elder brings up Disney, and he's got pulling all this numbers crap, and this means this, and this means that, and I'm and I'm like, pause that. You got to listen to this, okay? And I restarted it where he started talking about Disney, and he's doing all this stuff with all this stuff and numbers and words, and it actually made kind of weird sense for the first time in a long time. <laughs> You're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. No, I'm drinking coffee. But after about 10, 15 minutes. See, that's the 10, 15 minutes I would have got to watch the end of the damn program. And you chose the cult over that. It was damn interesting. <laughs> but but my friend looks at me and goes, um, are you trying to recruit me? <laughs> See? Because I thought it was going to be all weird, messed up bullcrap. So what were they saying about Disney? Okay, um, you do know 
like Disney has the secret 33 club. I heard in Anaheim, it, I California. Don't know exactly. Disney in Anaheim is on the 33rd parallel. It's the same as Damascus. It's Damascus is the city of fun. Then he went into chakras and the third eye and right. all kinds of stuff. Then he went in to um, Miley Cyrus and what? Britney Spears. For God's sake. It all made an aliens. And it all made sense. Don't even sense. tell, you know what, you are so, you are drinking the Kool-Aid girl. <laughs> but he went on to explain that aliens are not the little green men. They are the demons. Okay. I've showed you the way Walt Disney writes Mickey, the way mm -hmm. it's written. If you put it upside down and backwards, it says wicked. Could be like wicked cool or wicked... Do I have to show Don't you all of the pornographic Disney. images that are in Mickey Mouse, Lion King, everything? They're probably in every cartoon everywhere. Well, There's that's people. I, I, that, that. <laughs> Don't go messing with my Disney. <clears throat> he made a lot of sense, and it was... Kind of scary. Um, then it is kind of scary that you're saying they're making sense. No, no, just the Disney part. Because I know Disney. Because you don't like Disney. Oh, I love Disney. I totally love Disney. And it's one of those, I didn't see it until it was pointed out to me. I am going to show you pornographic images that are Disney. Let me tell you. And Disney is one of the six companies that run the freaking world. Oh, no, I know that. Okay? Uh, for all of you out there who don't know it, the media... Whatever media is owned by one of six different companies. There is no independent shit anymore unless you're going down to your local news station and going on at 3 a.m. with, here's here's my local mm -hmm. cult tape. Please play this for me. Here's my $16, I was just gonna say, yeah, exactly. I think it was $16 for the 3 a.m. spot back in, oh my God. in, in the early 90s. I, yeah. And who's going to be listening at 3 a.m.? Seriously? I don't know, maybe they're counting on, like, like truckers or something, like people that are driving. Who listens to national public radio to begin with? I don't know. I, come on. I, I do every so often I'll be flipping through because I'm a seeker. I hit seek, mm -hmm. seek, seek, seek. I hate that song, seek. Oh, I hate that song. Oh, this right. is good. And every so often, like, today, NPR's got stories or they interview people mm -hmm. and sometimes it's interesting. So, but I don't even remember what a prime time spot was. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. Um, it was very interesting. Anybody who wants to go, it was yesterday's sermon, which would be April the 27th. 20 4th. No, 4th. 4th. Yeah, 24th. I, yeah, April 24th. And You're like quantum leaping into the future. I, I don't know. I, anyway, anybody who's never watched Quantum Leap, that was one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. It's good. And I've literally watched four years of it in like a couple weeks here when I'm home. Is it on Netflix or where'd you watch it? I, I don't know where we found it. But anyway. Okay. Um, I'm not quantum leaping into the future. But anybody who wants to watch that about the Disney crap, it's the guy who does the Gematria shit. It made a lot of sense. If you can ignore the numbers and the rambling, it, it just all fits together. Okay. And aliens are demons. What? What was he saying about Miley Cyrus and Britney Spears? Are they aliens? 
Uh, no, but how they have alter egos, how everyone in the industry has an alter ego. Um, apparently Britney Spears goes by Britana or Britina or something. When she goes on stage, it amps her up because it's a more fierce personality, he was saying. And then Miley Cyrus. Now, he was talking about... See, I didn't write any of this down. Um... Uh, Cyrus is something and something is something else and this number means that and and then and then he said something about balding. One of these words means bald. Um and he says I'll I'll tell you about that later. And what? then it, remember when Britney Spears shaved her head? Yeah, the poor thing had a mental crisis. Well, she was selling her soul to the devil. No. And she was fulfilling the shit she had to fulfill to be rich and famous, and it shows right in their Bible where Disney's evil and Miley Cyrus sh and, and Britney Spears shaved her head. Or maybe she had some kind of a mental breakdown. I, maybe that could be it. I don't know. Lord, like did, did you write that... the prophecies? Did you? Who are you to say that Britney ain't into prophecies? God, I want to sit in a room with these people and just talk to them. Talk? Just just talk. Oh, I would love to. I would love to ask them questions. I'll buy you a ticket. Hell no. Come on. It'll be fun. I might even tag along. It's an it, it I, I you know, I got reciprocal carry in that oh state. God, I just oh, these people. What? What about them? Just pulling stuff out of their ass left and right. But they make it work. They act, a dude with Disney, they actually sound insane. And, and, and that's why my friend looked at me and was like, are you trying to, See? See? Are you trying to recruit me? And I'm like, exactly. and I was like, I'm not trying to recruit you, but I, I thought they were going to pop off with some weird ass bullshit and we could have a good laugh. Meanwhile, we're both like, this kind of makes sense. <laughs> and I didn't even play that for you. Please don't. Aren't you happy? Don't. <laughs> But um, yeah, after he got done crucifying Disney and Miley and all these other people and Walt Disney and he went off into something else, okay? And of course, you know who comes on next. Little man himself. Yes. Was he able to top the Disney story? I really didn't have a whole lot to say today. Um, he, he, he just, he talked about how everybody's talented and... And the speakers that came before him, how God blessed them with the talents that they have, especially the women who understand the numerology and numbers and and and, and who are doing great works and teachings and on and on and on and on and on. I'm just, I don't know what. Um, and so then you're talking about Disney. All I'm picturing is Little Man and that teacup ride. <laughs> Can we Photoshop him into a teacup ride? <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking that. All I can picture is him with his hands up in a teacup ride. Can we Photoshop him in oh, on that? Oh, shit. Any, anybody who's good at photo... I've never done Photoshop of you. I haven't either, no. Oh, my God. Are we that old that we've never done Photoshop? Uh -huh. <laughs> anyway. Um... He goes on to say that he does not take nighttime phone calls. Oh. Did he Unless, say why? No, he just said that anybody who knows him knows that he does not take 
late night nighttime phone calls. Unless they're on his one of his one of his emergency phones. Like the bat phone? I, I kind of thought of like one of them red ones, you know? Yeah, or yeah. it's an emergency for written. I don't know. Um he does not take nighttime calls, except from his emergency f- phones. But he does accept phone calls from Jesus and God at any time. Yes. What? Yeah. Phone calls from God and Jesus. Wow. And and we should be that open also to accept these calls at any time. And then he went on to say, you know, that he's writing the sermon and he didn't know if he was sleeping or awake when he was writing it, but God was talking to him because he called him. He called him on his phone? I didn't say on his phone. He just said he called, he called him? him. Now, I don't know if he's using that as a metaphor, like, you know, he, God calling, right, called right. him, or God actually like, hey, man, ring, ring, what are you doing? But he always takes calls from Jesus mm. and, and, and from God, and he didn't know if he was asleep, awake, or dreaming when he was writing today's sermon. Wow. Could that be a sign of dementia? Yeah. I, I hate to ask that. Wow. I, I'm still stuck with how they call him. I, he made a point of saying he does not take calls after a certain time unless they're on one of his emergency phones. So, But he always takes calls from Jesus and God. Now, do they call on the emergency phone? I have no idea. See, I want to know what line they call. <laughs> do you think we can get a hold of those numbers? Like, or I'm wondering, like, if Jesus or God goes to call him, do they have to think, wait a minute, it's after 7 p.m., I got to call this number. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do they need to go through the directory on their phone and pick out the right number? Do they call the main line? Do they call the after number line? Exactly. Do they call the emergency line, the bat phone, the red phone? Like, like does little man have an answering service? <laughs> like, like, what is going on? I, I, I don't, I, I don't know, but he, he just... He had a bunch of nothing to say except that he was praising people, talking about how blessed everyone is to know the number shit. And you have to know this before you know that. And like a little kid, you got to learn to crawl before you can walk. And you can't understand this without understanding that. And so, so if God calls the wrong line, I wonder if he leaves a message like, hey, it's God here. <laughs> Call me back when you get a minute. You mean if little man's pooping and didn't get to the phone in time? <laughs> or does he or is that emergency phone, you know, is there one of them in every room? Or well, does that he, would just be Or rude. is it a cordless one that he puts in his pocket? It could be. I, I I don't know. All of these questions. We need answers. <laughs> Any ex members know of little man's emergency lines, numbers? We can prank call him. I would be so totally down for that. What, pretending you're God? Yeah! <laughs> no, I'm a woman. I'd call him be Satan. That's true. I can call him be Satan. That's true. I can call him be Satan. I wonder what his reaction would be. Come on, somebody who's got some, some cloud out there, find me, the, find me the emergency number. We will record it. We'll have fun doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you can pop on. Hi, I'm Satan's sister. <laughs> I have some questions for you, sir. We need to talk about microbes. <laughs> Where did you get your doctorate at? What's lost? <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. Well, he is a doctor, you know. 
I know. Because he puts Dr. that Lil capital Wynn. D R in no period. Of, right. And no in front of his letters name. after his name. No. It's all before. Because anybody who has a medical degree in anything, they it's don't after put the name. No, you just like like, you know, my I have a friend who's, you know, an RN and this, that, that she's like six different things of different letters. So instead of like RN after her name is she just goes by she like does, she Nurse goes, Susie. Yeah. Nurse Susie. <laughs> Nurse Susie. Nurse Susie. Here's here's Dr. Little Man. He, he, come on now. I, you know shit. I know shit. We all know shit. Um, yeah, they they really did not have a whole bunch. Um, I I think they're saving it up for Pentecost because Pentecost is gonna be on day forty or day forty one. I, okay. I forget how that works. Again, I have tried to forget so much of the bullshit that just happens. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You keep looking at your watch. You got some place to be. I could go take Pip to get groomed. <gasps> I love Pippi. Um, anyway, apparently, you know, stickers are popping up. I, I love the thought of that. Um, can't tell you where to stick them, guys. <laughs> Anyone who would like to show your support, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope to P.O. Box 284, Oakdale, Pennsylvania, 15071. And um, I, I don't just send you one. I, I send you a bunch. And sometimes Kool-Aid. Yeah, that way you can drink along. Exactly. There will be no more twist ties sent out. Because <laughs> you ran out. Oh, oh, yeah. By the way, um, do you know what happened to me this past week? What? I had friends over. And my son was there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Bit of drinking had been done. Cult baby's 25. Come on now. Okay. Um, every, everybody has a junk drawer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the story of the twist ties and, and me being a hoarder came up and I had to say, I'm not a hoarder, right? That's when my son told me, my, my friend, to go look in the drawer. And they were horrified at my junk drawer. What, the twist ties were gone? No, just the other assorted stuff in my junk drawer. So while my son held me a foot off the floor in a bear hug as my legs are flailing and my arms are held at my side and I'm screaming, no, no, no. My junk drawer went into the garbage can and I was I was baptized as the beginning of a not a hoarder. They just dumped all your stuff? Yes. I would be pissed. I, I was kind of angry. I'd be pissed. Well, they didn't understand why I had 35 empty tubes of Blistex in there. <laughs> why did you? Because it was the accumulation of like a 13 year, almost done with it, practical joke I was going to send to my friend because she's, because I'm the queen of Blistex and I, I even get a toothpick and get all, all of it out of the oh bottom because I don't waste stuff, you know? And she saw me doing that one day. And so on Facebook, she sent me a trophy holding, holding a Blistex thing and I'm, I'm, she just thought it was funny as get out because Blistex is like a dollar, you know, and I'm scraping out every last little bit of it. So I figured, you know, I'll just save those for the next, I don't know, however many years. And I was up to 35 of them. Oh, and my God. Yeah. Yep. And then they hauled it out to the garbage can. And then we had a couple more drinks and I totally forgot about it <laughs> until I heard the garbage truck the next morning and went, my stuff! And... Yeah. Is it filled back up yet? 
the junk drawer. No, they were nice enough to keep my, oh, oh, here's the best part. They took the hammer out. They took my roll of string, okay. Um, there's two or three other things in there, but they did make sure that they left one packet of twist ties for me. Aww. It was a slap in the face. They all laughed about it. All the shoelaces are gone. All the double stick pads are gone. All the all the all the stuff I didn't know I needed until you go, oh, I need something and it's in the junk drawer. How big is this junk drawer? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um anyway, would you you got anything to add? Would you like to finish nope. off with some quotes from Little Man? Sure. <clears throat> okay, um, well, not exactly quotes, but um they did the, I I did do some snapshots of the weird math they were doing. Um the start of the last three and a half years was in 2019. Okay. Okay. If you remove the word God, you're supposed to take 26 points away from that. Um, that gives you 1993. That starts the last seven years of mankind, which still makes no sense because no. it's it's been the last three and a half years since I joined in 93. But they have their excuses, though. Right. Um, right? Yeah. They have their reasoning. Um, hey, Rada Shah Adil, um, contact me. They asked to get in the Facebook group. And they, they uh, the question, how did you find us? Please tell me what this is. And, and I'm, I'm really sorry for anybody who may suffer from this. I don't know what this is. How did you find us? Through a rejection-sensitive dysphorpia Facebook group. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What is that again? Rejection-sensitive dysphoria Facebook group. Um, I don't even have any idea what that is. Oh, God. I've heard of that. I've heard of that. But they live in Malaysia. Something about when you get rejected... Something I, I don't know. I briefly heard about that. I don't even can you try look to into it for next yes, week. Yes, I will. I will. Are we going to remember this? I will write it down. Okay. No, because actually now I'm curious as to what that is, but I I do know it exists. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I did go through their 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 page just to see if there's anything interesting. Um, this was interesting. Six billion people prophesized for destruction this year. Are there six billion people on the earth? <laughs> And if so, they all prophesized. But are there actually six I, billion people? I should do more research before uh, we do yeah. this. But you know what? I, what's oh. it been? Two weeks? Right. And sorry, guys. With everything in Laura's life, my life, I, I don't know if we're going to be here next week. We're going to yeah, try. We're try, but... But we can't make any guarantees on it, you know. Um, oh, Try from now until Tabernacles to be the kind of person God wants you to be. Okay. You know, I I I actually don't need God or the devil to be a nice, good person. I I, I kind of have morals, morality. I know right from wrong. I I know you're not supposed to hit people or rape them or steal or set things on fire, torture animals, small children. I if you need a threat of God to do that, I, I don't know what to tell you. Seriously. Um one more quote from Little Man. You remember the tests where they cut off half the leaf and they got a camera that'll take a picture of what they call the aura? 
This is the spirit of life. You can take a picture of it. You can't see it with your eye, but you can see it with a certain lens of a camera. You can see the spirit of life? They are pictures where you can cut a leaf in half and take a picture of it under like a certain kind of light. Mm -hmm. And the whole leaf shows up. It's the aura of the leaf. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what he's saying is you can, the same thing with the spirit of life. Okay. You can't see it with your eyes, but you can with a certain lens of a camera. Which means if you have the right knowledge, you can see the spirit and be moved to go there and be with God. You don't get these? Oh, you weren't programmed for years. Damn. What? Um, I, I, I don't know what this April... I, this, this is going to be... I'm not even going to mention why I'm reading this. Okay. Okay. This goes for men. This goes for women. This goes for children. This goes for anybody who's listening. Okay? Um, anybody? You know, I talk about stabby sticks. Mm-hmm. Here's a few things. Um, ears are easy to rip off. Fingers can be bitten off easily. Um, the nose is one of the most sensitive parts to hit. Um, your thumbs easily go into somebody's eye sockets. Um, instead of pepper spray, use spray paint. It'll blind them and mark the bastard. Okay? Um, if you kick someone hard enough, their knee will break. If all you can do is scratch the hell out of whoever's attacking you, you got that DNA under your fingernails. Your elbows are one of the strongest points on your body. Um, it only takes six pounds of pressure to break a human collarbone. And, um, it's one of the most painful breaks, and I can attest to that. I've had my collarbone broken. Um, temples are the softest spot and easiest access to the brain if you hit it the right way. And forehead cuts the easiest and bleeds the most. So, and you know, I, I really hate that I have to give that kind of advice mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, but there's, there's, there's people scared to walk around by themselves and they shouldn't have to be. Um, I personally carry because I'm 5'4", buck 10, got a gimpy arm. I, I kind of like to even odds, you know? Um, I've also heard, use wasp spray. Wasp spray, you don't have to be within 10 foot. Oh, that stuff lies. Um, it will incapacitate, why can't I come up with that word? Incapacitate them and they will have to get uh, medical help. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, sure there's people who know why I mentioned that, but I wasn't going to mention why I mentioned right. that, you know. But anybody who needs to get a hold of anybody, get the hell out of somewhere, needs someone to talk to, not feel alone, I'm here, Laura's here, we got a whole Facebook group of people. I, you know, find your tribe, guys. If you don't think anybody out there cares, we care. You know, if people can hate for no reason, I can love people for no reason. I can help people for no freaking reason. I can spend $16 and send <laughs> twist ties to California. Come on. I still like it. I sent my sister-in-law a potato. That was funny as all get out. <laughs> Be kind, guys. Send us your thoughts, questions, ideas, self-addressed stamped envelopes, all that good bullshit. Do you have anything else no, to add? I don't. Okay, um... It's been Deb and Laura. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.